everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are Uncorked and Unfiltered, sponsored by Bride Bright. And we would like to remind you guys, if you like what you hear, to please subscribe to us wherever you're listening to our podcast. And if it's on Apple Podcasts, to leave us a review, but only if it's nice. Thank you. Um, and to also follow us on social media, our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered, and our Twitter is uncork podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. And <laughs> we have a pretty jam-packed episode. I feel like finally something's going on in I this know. quarantine. Finally, something's going on the night we're recording. Right. Super exciting. Taylor and I always joke because we feel like the day after we record the episode, like the morning after, something mm-hmm. big hits. And then we're like, great, now we can't talk about it for another week. Um, yeah. So I feel like some of this stuff like actually hit pretty recent. So hopefully you guys are hearing about some of it straight from us so we can give you the the down low, the scoop, the tea. But uh, don't worry, guys, because as usual, at the end of the episode, we will be doing our Bachelorette roses, recaps, and refreshers. So stay tuned for that. But let's get into our hot takes. What is up first? Alex Cooper coming in like kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alex Cooper. Call her daddy. Call her daddy. Call her drama. I like – I actually listened to the podcast. Did you? I did. Okay. So for everyone who doesn't know, so she was on the BFFs podcast with – Dave Portnoy and Josh Richards and she kind of I mean they were interviewing her they were talking to her but then so I guess he Josh Richards is some tic tac tic tac I'm <laughs> dying how old are you 50 I am a 70 year old man <laughs> um tic tac he's a tiktoker is that what they're called I don't know the tiktokers that's perfect okay so he's like a tiktoker and he lives in the sway house Mm-hmm. Which I don't really know what that is, but it's a bunch of those young kids that live in this mansion in LA for free. Yeah. I mean, like, how do I get that? But anywho, she kind of went like off on everybody that lived in the mansion and had like things to say. I guess they were showing her pictures of yeah. all the guys and like she had comments on every single one. And honestly, it was very entertaining, but she's getting a decent amount of hate for it. Yeah. I don't think she, I think she underestimated the TikTok community and how, like, people are obsessed with these groups. Like, literally, and they're just, like, normal teenagers. And it's crazy how, like, they have, like, such a craze. So to break down, like, who she talked about, um, she talked about this guy, Bryce Hall, who's dating Addison Ray right now. And she said that he looks like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age, which I died. Dead. I mean, that is one of my favorite insults. But, like, it is also really kind of mean to say about someone. I and I also I did, don't see it, but I, I don't I kind. Of, I mean, I did look all these people up afterwards, um, just to kind of like get a feel for who she was talking about. So I thought that one was an interesting comment. She said the one Griffin slid into her DMs, and all he said was "Yo, yes." So like, way to really make a move there. I love that. Right, like, come on, we can't be like any more. You can't be like a little more. Nothing. Un- unique or have a little more going there just yo it's two letters literally two letters she said the one guy was too fit and she didn't like that because she thinks it means they don't have jobs because all they do is go to the gym all day which i mean i feel like she's not wrong she's not wrong i mean also the like all of these young guys like 
can't necessarily say they don't have a job. Actually, I can say that. They just yeah, aren't broke. They right. have a lot of fucking money, but they don't necessarily have, like, responsibilities or jobs. They're just, like, young teenagers that, like, do stupid dances shirtless and get, like, $5 million. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, they're not sitting at a computer 9 to 5 every day. They're just kind of – I don't know. I guess they yeah. have time to work out, though, because the guy, Jason – what was his name? Josh Richards. Josh. I Sorry, Josh Richards. <laughs> God. Um, he was literally like, yeah, that's pretty much all we do is like work out, drink the protein shakes, and then like do some TikTok dances. So you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess she said the other guy should dye his hair back to black immediately because he bleached it. So yeah, I mean, he's just bored in the sway house. You can't blame him. But there was like some some drama on Twitter I saw because I follow her on Twitter. And like, mm. so Barstool Sports, you know, posted – like a snippet of Alex going through and like blowing all these guys up. And like one of the guys is Blake Gray. And so Blake Gray retweets that and then goes, LOL, who is that? Alex Cooper then retweets it and goes, ask your girlfriend, LMAO, your whole relationship is in my DMs. (gasps) But then because Twitter, you know, works harder than the devil, mm-hmm. goes back and sees that Blake Gray has been liking her pictures since June. And he goes, LOL, who is that? It's like, you totally know who that is. He was Deceased. just salty because she like, you know, made fun of him. Oh my God. That's so awkward for him. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. I know. Like, but then everyone was hating it. Honestly, Alex got a lot of hate because then people were saying like, You're literally 30 years old and you have nothing better to do than like roast 16 and 17 year olds. And people were kind of saying like, you're the adult, like grow up and stuff like that. And like, it's like, so she's getting a little bit hate. I mean, like number one, she's only like 25, 26. So everyone needs to calm down. That's not an adult. That's how old we are. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) We're young. We're young. I am a young chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, like I didn't some of it was the Sid the Sloth thing was a little bit mean but like everything else she kind of said I don't think that was mean I think she was just I don't know no no one could take a freaking joke in 2020 and everyone's crybabies and it's like I'm sure they those guys roast people whenever they want so just now because this hot girl kind of blew them up they're all like mad about it yeah, and like, like, it's all fun and games. Like she didn't say anything like ruthless. Exactly. It's probably they all probably were pissed because she wasn't like, oh my god, yeah, I want to bang all of them. She was probably like, yeah, no, these kids think they're hot shit, but like, right, nothing. And statutory rape, anyway, but for sure, literally illegal. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> yep. But yeah. um, ongoing with the Alex Cooper drama, I guess not. This isn't drama, but she recently had Harry from Too Hot to Handle on her podcast and hair bear uh i don't know i it was funny because she called the episode boyfriend dick which i thought was funny because you know that's what he always like said he had boyfriend dick and girls Mm. just want to like wife him up i don't know i kind of was annoyed by the whole thing i'm just so over him and i feel like he has such a big head and i just felt like the whole time she was just like laughing at everything he said and was like really hyping him up and i was like you don't need to hype him up alex you can blow you can pull up a spot a little bit. And so I yeah. kind of – I wish she was, like, a little rougher on him, like, a little tougher on him. Okay. I Full disclosure, I did not listen to that episode because I don't like Harry and I was boycotting mm-hmm. it. Like, it was a personal protest on my end. For sure. But I, I heard, it. like, people liked it. Like, I heard yeah. – I mean, 
most people were like, I feel bad for Harry after listening to it. And I don't want to listen to it because I don't really want to feel bad for Harry. You're not going to, if, if I know you, you're not going to feel bad for him. I don't understand. I just think people are falling for what he's putting down. He, he puts off this type of facade where it's like, I have nothing to hide type of thing. And like, I say it as it is. So that's like cute. And like the end of the day, like I have feelings. And he then went on this whole speech where he was like, talking about how like he doesn't give a fuck like what a girl weighs or something and he was just like eat that burrito like don't go for that run like you're beautiful and alex was like oh my god like blah 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 blah. and the whole time i was rolling my eyes it was like i don't need this random guy to tell me yeah. i can't eat a burrito like congratulations dude like what are you trying to like i kind of took it as condescending for him to right. be like you were going to eat it but i'm telling you don't you don't have to and I'll love you anyway. I saw it as condescending, but some people fell for it. And they were like, oh, my God, he's so nice. Yeah, I I could see that, too. Also, like, who are you? You dated no, like you dated the hottest person on Too Hot yes. Channel. So obviously you do care about She's arguably one of the stuff. hottest people ever. So, yeah. like, who are you to judge? Who are you to sit there and say personality is really all I care about? I could tell you your dick did not care about personality when you were dating Francesca. Yeah. So that's also why I was just like, I'm not buying this shit. Like you're not whatever. I mean, I'd go listen to it. It's an it's it's like a good episode. Like okay. they, but I just had eye rolls every five minutes because he tries so hard to just be this like nice Aussie guy. And I'm just like Ugh, over yeah, it. No, I don't buy it at all. It's an act. So it definitely is an act. And I think like him and Francesca are just like competing to like just be more on top of each other and like I'm team Francesca. Not that like I'm obsessed with her, but like mm. I just I don't buy his act at all. Right. Yeah. I would agree. I think he's a little bit slimy. But yeah. Agreed. That's just me. But okay, going on to I guess more love. Um, some sad news. Dead though. love. Dead love. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis have broke off their seven year engagement. They have two kids together and I'm honestly sad. This is like another one of those splits where I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Because I just, they seemed so normal. They seemed so low key. Um, the way they met was super cute. Like they met when she was on SNL. She came to like host it. And I think there was like an instant spark, but they didn't act on it because she was dating someone else at the time. And then as soon as he heard that she wasn't dating this guy, like it was, he he kind of said something like, and then it was just didn't even to be said. Like it was just immediate. Like, Aww. and it was, it just was like really cute. cute and like so crazy that they've been engaged for seven years and just never got married, but they have two kids together. Honestly. And I can say this because I work in the wedding industry minus this year of COVID. If you are engaged for more than like a year, year and a half, it becomes less and less likely that you're going to get married mm. from what I've seen. Yeah. You would know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this year is completely different. Anybody that got engaged back in 2018, 2019 and planned a 2020 wedding, like, okay. Well. Other things ruin their plans. Shout out to my sister. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. But no, I, I know what you mean. When it keeps getting pushed, it's like right. it's getting pushed for a reason. Like, you can push it a certain extent for financial reasons, but usually right. you don't get engaged until you're f- getting financially ready and just ready to get married in the first place. That's the whole point. Right. And the other thing too is if you're not financially ready, then you're looking at a place that's probably out of your price range and you're you're stretching your what you're 
trying to like have your wedding outside of your means and that's not yeah. how it should be because that's just that's stressful that's adding extra stress to the whole th- situation right so like future marriage yeah it shouldn't i mean it shouldn't it you you should get engaged and you should be like i'm ready to get married tomorrow mm-hmm. but tomorrow's booked so i'll take the next available date Right. Not no, like, I com- I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's so like a seven year engagement. I'm honestly not shocked at all that they did not get married. Right, because then there must have been something holding them back of yeah. why they didn't want to like you know make yeah. it legal. Yeah, but kind of sad. I mean, I'm I'm curious. You know, when this stuff always happens, I'm always like, what were the issues? Like blah 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 blah. blah. Like what happened? Um, I know. I'm sure we'll never fully know, but yeah, just sad. Um. I thought they were really cute together. So wishing them well um, as they go their separate ways. Speaking yeah. of Olivia Wilde, though, did you see what she did? You like see what she commented and what is kind of happening with Harry Styles and the Vogue thing? <gasps> yes. Oh my god! And her comment killed me. But break it down for our listeners. Okay, so Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue, and I guess there's controversy over him being on the cover because he was wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he was the first male to be on the cover of Vogue, and right. he, yeah, he was wearing a dress in like right. the photo spread, right? Which I, I don't really understand why that's like a big deal, but people are making it a big deal. Um, and the New York Times best-selling author Candace Owens is one of those people that had a serious problem with it, and she commented and was saying stuff like, "We need to bring back manly men," and that there's no society that can survive without strong men. And Olivia Wilde literally just commented on the tweet and goes, "You're pathetic, obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with her." Like, how funny is that? I agree with Olivia Wilde. And also mm-hmm. it's like, there's not even much you can say. It's like, you're right. just pathetic. I don't know much about this Candace girl. So I can't speak on, you know, who she is, what right. she's done. But when I read that tweet, I thought I have not read something so toxic, so toxic yeah. in my entire life. I'm like, are you, so number one, the world can't survive without strong men. We need to bring back manly men. So you're trying to tell me, Number one, what depicts a man from being a man is their wardrobe. That's right. what we're saying. Right. Number two, I'm sure we all personally know, quote unquote, manly men that are the most selfish, cowardly, unkind people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how superficial of a comment is that? Like, we're talking about a piece of fabric that someone wears so that they're not nude in public. And right. she's like... She turned it into this whole like culture issue and it was just plain off rude. Like it was like Harry has always had a, you know, super um, whimsical type of like fashion sense. Like he's British. He People always compare him to Elton John. Um, mm-hmm. No one's entirely sure if his sexual, you know, what his, what's going on there doesn't matter at all. No. Um, but yeah, I just was like, this girl, she really was bored and just wanted to like she trend was. on Twitter and she got yeah. her answer. Yeah, 100%. That was like her main goal. Also, dresses are comfortable as fuck. So if you want to wear the fucking dress, wear the fucking dress, okay? Yeah, and I loved his dress. I almost, I mean, I, I would say I would look it up to see can I buy it, but I'm sure it's like $30,000 oh, from yeah. some like fancy designer. Yeah, but, 100%. We can't afford it, but. Yeah. But then I think after that whole thing from Candace, then things started uh, trending where it was like, lead with kindness. And it's just like, it's so true. Like, do we really need this type of comment and backlash 
from something that was like super innocent and positive. It's like, what's wrong with people? Like let people do whatever they want to do. That's not hurting anyone. If it's not hurting anyone, leave it alone. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 2020 is just like a time. Yeah. But shout out to Olivia Wilde because that was epic. Way to step up. Someone else too that was like really famous commented back, but I don't remember who or what she said. It was in defense of Harry Styles. I know that, but I don't remember. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, shout out to them all. Um, yeah. Because that's Protect great. Harry. Oh, I remember who it was. It was um, Kathy Griffin, the comedian. Oh my God. That's funny. She was like, Candace, you know not what you say. Harry Styles fans are die hard and love him to the end. So like you're going to die. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Literally yeah. like, I hope your address is in public because yeah. they're going to egg your house basically. Don't go anywhere alone. Best wow. of luck. Yeah. Honestly, true though. Like One Direction fans, and I'm sure they've traveled on to Harry, like Mm -hmm. they are ruthless. So yeah, you mess with the wrong celeb, dude. Yeah. The wrong crowd for sure. It's like the believers. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But we love a good segue. Harry Styles used to date Taylor Swift. I have some hot, fresh Taylor Swift drama ready for you guys. We're recording this on Monday night, and this literally just came out hours ago, so we're really excited to have news that's, like, so quick and relevant. I'm so here for it. I'm, like, (laughs) crying. Okay. So, Scooter Braun sells Taylor Swift's Masters, a.k.a. all of her work besides the album's Lover and Folklore, for $300 million to a mystery buyer. This news broke. Yeah. A lot of money. So, just a quick recap for anyone who hasn't been updated on all of this drama – Maybe like I'm don't quote me on this a year or two ago, there was a bunch of drama because Taylor Swift left her recording um, her um, contract with the recording studio and went to a new one so that she would have full ownership on her music. And in doing that, though, she lost all ownership on all of her previous work because she signed a shitty contract when she was 16 years old and didn't have ownership on her, all her stuff. So that recording um, label ended up selling her masters, which is basically all of your work, to Scooter Braun. And Scooter Braun bought it for a unreal amount of money. And then ensued a bunch of drama where Taylor Swift put out a bunch of statements saying she wasn't even given the option to buy her own work. And Scooter Braun has always been mean to her and cruel to her throughout her entire career. And he did this maliciously, this, this, and that. And there was a bunch of back and forth. Flash forward to now. Scooter Braun has officially sold her masters to someone else for $300 million. And all day, everyone was speculating that maybe Taylor was the mystery buyer because people, Taylor has hinted before that she was going to re record all of her songs so that mm-hmm. she would then be the, like the true owner of these songs. So it was like, who the heck would buy this if they knew that she soon was trying to do this? Right. But just recently, Taylor Swift made a statement clearing things up. And in the statement, Taylor goes on to say that, number one, she is not the buyer. She did not buy the masters. But that she was previously working with Scooter to possibly buy her masters. But before she could even bid and start the process of doing so, Scooter Braun and his team said that she would need to sign an NDA, but this was not your normal NDA. This NDA NDA was so detailed that it basically said as soon as she signed it, she would not be able to say one thing about him for the rest of her life, like not even mutter his name. And her lawyers 
when they read this NDA, were like, you absolutely cannot sign this. They were like, they were so shocked by this NDA. They said that they only have ever seen something like this when someone was trying to silence an assault accuser when you were paying them off. That's how insane this NDA was. That's crazy. Yeah, like something crazy. So obviously Taylor then didn't sign it. And so that ruined the whole, you know, thing of her possibly buying back her master's. So then Scooter Braun bid her master's to someone else. And it's this independent company called Shamrock Holdings. And they officially bought her master's for $300 million. So this is now the second time that someone has bought this poor girl's work without her knowing her life work. So Shamrock then reached out to Taylor after they bought it because Scooter Braun made it so they wouldn't be able to reach out to her until the deal was official. Right. And they were, they actually seem like a nice, nice people, like not malicious. And I think they bought it hoping that Taylor Swift would work with them and partner up with them. Mm-hmm. So when they reached out to her, Taylor was at first super interested and was like, well, maybe I can start a relationship with this company. Maybe I can do some sort of partnership. Like it's Scooter Braun was the problem. Right. Yeah. But then upon talking to them, She found out that the way Scooter Braun did this deal, he would still profit from all of her songs for a long ass time. So upon learning that, she was like, I am not going to sign up for something where he is still in my life. She's like, I'm not, I need him completely removed out of my life. So she unfortunately wrote back to them and she like posted like her letter back to them on Twitter. And she was like, really nice to them. And like, I, you know, you guys seem amazing. And I was like, looking forward to working with you guys. But upon learning that like, he is still connected to this deal, and he's going to profit from all of my songs, like, I, I can't work with you guys. Um, And then she furthermore said, like, I am officially in the process of re-recording all of my masters. And I'm sorry, because when that is released, like, basically what you bought will be irrelevant. Because so like, that's a waste of $300 million if I've ever heard it. But I don't know why this company did this in the first place because it's just a messy situation. I don't know why they would get involved. I feel so bad for her. I can't imagine dealing with this when it's yours, especially because she's a songwriter and this stuff was like solely hers. Right. But it is super exciting that she officially announced that she's re-recording all of her songs. She's already started. So that's something to look forward to because that will be coming out. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that soon. This whole thing is just so insane to me. Like, Scooter Braun, number one, who the fuck? Obviously, your name, you're on your birth certificate, it does not say Scooter. So why the fuck <laughs> would you pick that as your, like, industry name? Right. Right from then, she should have been like, I mean, I get it, she was young, but right from then, she should have been like, red flag. Right, red flag. Number two, can he go die? Like, what is his problem? I mean, I get I it. She's know. a lot of money. She's very famous. And for him, t- to be honest, like, I didn't know who the fuck he was until I heard about this whole Taylor Swift thing. So maybe he's doing all of this because I-, I don't know. I mean, it did launch him into like some serious fame. Granted, yeah. I don't know any sane person that would want to work with him after all this shit because he's fucking psycho. But like, I just, I do, I feel so bad for her. I just feel bad because it seems like it's a never-ending saga. Like, for her to have to hear this news the same time as the world. And, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, what is this guy's problem? Like, I really feel like 
if he didn't do that type of like gag order type of NDA Mm -hmm. to like make her not be able to like speak, she probably would have bought her own masters from him, which is crazy that she would have to spend millions of dollars to buy her own work. But she probably would have just to like end it. Right. But the fact that he tried to like pull some type of shit where like to like silence her. Yeah. It's just like crazy. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's just as annoying because he's still so successful because he's the manager for Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, and Ariana Grande. So it just sucks Oof, that they should all get out. They defend. They like have not spoken against him. So it's just really? like a bunch of drama in the music industry. Nope. Huh. Yeah, That's Justin Bieber actually posted something back when this happened defending him, and then was like, "Taylor, you and I have always been cool. Like you should stop." kind of like defaming him like he's not doing this maliciously and it like caused all this drama because he like tried to like defend Scooter Braun wow I wonder if that's why like Selena Gomez well wait is Selena Gomez friends with Taylor Swift yes and she's not friends with Demi Lovato anymore no I wonder if that had something to do with it I know could be behind the scenes there's like more layers to it than we realize yeah poor Tay Tay Yep. So we will see what happens with that. I feel bad for her, but she seems like a badass woman who has a, I think like a really good team behind her and she seems to have a plan. So she's a fucking queen. Yes, she is. Speaking of speaking of queens, I saw what you were doing. (laughs) The crown season four is now officially on Netflix and I am about to binge this season so freaking hard like, do not talk to me until I finish it, essentially. Um, Same. Full honesty, transparency here. I did not watch the last season because I didn't love who they recast. When they got rid of um, Claire, Claire Foy, yeah. anger. Anger took over my entire body. I could not watch it anymore. I protested silently, but I protested it. But now it's the time where, like, Diane is coming into the scene and who doesn't love Princess Di? I want a name. I need to know because she's amazing. I don't want a name because everyone should love her. She's Princess Di. Like, That's very fair. She's iconic. She's a legend. So I totally agree. And we've talked right? about this on the show before. It was so stupid that they re- did the whole recasting. Yeah. They could have aged Claire. It would have been fine. Yeah. But I definitely will tune into this season because I've really – I've read so much about Princess Di. Mm-hmm. You know, I – I've never seen a type of um, show of this caliber, like so premium quality, where they really break down, especially her early days. Because I feel like I know a lot about Mm. her late days. Yes. But not like how she was and like, you know, marrying Prince Charles. And like, I feel like I don't know a lot about that. I know. I'm I'm – I'm very excited for this season. I wonder if – because there's all that like rumor speculation that – Queenie put the hit out on her, and I wonder if they'll touch on that at all in the. De- oh in my the god! Show. Yeah, because that's know? super conspiracy theory. That's bold. If you're gonna like yeah. put it in there, I don't know. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good. I think it'll be a couple seasons probably with her. At least two. I think so. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll talk about it again when we've seen a few episodes and we can give mm-hmm. a review on it. But just so you all aware, it is out. Time to binge. We're super excited for it. Yes, we are. Talking about, though, a past binge, Love is Blind um, just had, like, their two-year anniversary from when they had, like, the weddings um, Mm -hmm. on the show. And the only two people that 
are still married, only two couples, I should say, Amber and Barnett, uh-huh. and then Lauren and Cameron. And Lauren and Cameron goals, I want yeah, them to I'm have babies, yeah. obsessed with them. Yeah. Amber and Barnett, shocked. little shocked. I, I, I am shocked they they made it two years. Like, I cannot believe it. Because, I don't know, they just didn't seem to click well on the show. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt, I just felt like, since they, like, his whole family kind of didn't click with her, and she right. just, she was like, I have a bunch of debt, and I have this, and I have this. It just kind of seemed like, whoo, this is intense. But, like, yeah. I've stalked them a bunch. I watch their TikToks, mm-hmm. and they're cute. I hate to admit it. They're cute. Oh, well, that makes me happy. Then it looks yeah. like the experiment worked for at least two people. Are G, Nina, and Damien still together? We haven't talked about them in a while. Yes. I'm I'm pretty sure they are. I think the last time they posted was like October or something. Okay. But as far as we know, there hasn't been any announcement that they split. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. We shall see. Maybe there'll be a ring. Um, Another wedding. I know. But speaking of rings... After this quick break um, to hear about our sponsor, we will go into Bachelor Nation. So stay tuned. Hi, guys. We're here to remind you to get your hands on the best teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride. After she postponed her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her dentist, fiance. They decided there was no better product for them to bring into the world. So now instead of I do, they launched Bride Bright, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings and special occasions, or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bride Bright provides you with the premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We loved our results, and now when we have a special day coming up, we know who we're using. Go to BrideBright.co, that's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. Okay, the time has come. The best time of the podcast, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So before we go into our Bachelorette recap, which is so Lengthy. juicy. We have a quick update for Bachelor Nation. All right, guys. Apparently, rumors are swirling that Peter, Pilot Pete, and Kelly Flanagan from The Bachelor last year are apparently engaged. Dun, dun, dun. Shooketh. Shooketh. So apparently, yeah, I don't know. People are saying that they're engaged and they've been sending out save the dates, which Mm -hmm. a little interesting considering we're in the middle of a pandemic. Bold. I could see it. Barb loved I her, guess. so I could see it. Barb loved her. Also, I really – I feel like I said – we said from the get-go when the season happened that, like, mm-hmm. we saw a connection with them. She just was never meant to be on the show because she wasn't that girl to play that type of game. Right. right. And that was the whole problem. Like, she didn't get jealous about the other girls. She wasn't that one to kind of, like, fight for his attention. She was kind of like, if you're into me, you're into me. Yeah. Which is why she just, like, didn't work on the show because he took it as, like, a you're not fighting for me, you're not hungry when it right. was really – she was like, I know I like you, but I'm not going to, like, freaking – Look like an idiot with all these 13-year-old girls. Right. But I feel like their connection was so instant from mm-hmm. when they met before the show in that, like, hotel lobby that, like, yeah. it was almost, like, fate for them to, like, eventually date. 
Yeah. So like I'm I'm there I'm here for it like I would love if they if it's true they got engaged they're gonna get right. married have babies because I do really feel like they're a good fit. Yes, I agree. I agree. I do think too on The Bachelor you can usually tell like pretty much from the first few episodes who the front runners are going to be for that season, mm-hmm. like who the best connection is with. I mean, it happened with. I guess technically it didn't happen with Pilot Pete's episode, like kind of in a way. So hit. Hannah Ann got the first impression rose on Pilot Pete. Yeah. She ended yeah. up winning. But then Kelly, the connection you saw with Kelly and him, Dale and Claire, he got the first impression rose. They got engaged 12 days later. Right. This brings us to Tasha. Who did you see the most connection with out of all the people? Uh, Brandon. <laughs> Okay, same. I feel like we should break down the episode and then – because that was the last part of it. So, like, yeah. get into our thoughts at the end. I just want to add, though, last episode, I did say that he was one of my favorites and I think he's going to stick out. So, I'm psychic. But, okay, we'll go back to it. Okay, because I'd like you to read my palm later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, let's get into it, guys. Roses, recaps, and refreshers. All right. Woo. Let's just get this over with Clarendale. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> just let's move on. Taylor, that was painful for me to watch, their I little reunion like, with Chris. I felt like Dale's in his mind in that interview was like, let's just get this over with. Like, It was so uncomfortable. It was – I'm just like – I feel bad for Claire. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you not self-aware? Like, once again, she is spilling her heart out, mm-hmm. praising this man, mm-hmm. literally kissing his feet – crying like this is who my talking about her dead dad like this is who my dad's always wanted for me and then there's like a pause and he's just like yeah I mean we're I just this is how it's like every time he talks I'm like there is no passion he's a terrible actor he's a terrible actor yeah it all seems so fake and it's it's honestly very concerning that people have been seeing him out and about in New York City not with her every day with like everyone except for her. And, and girls, like multiple girls he's been out with. I mean, not one-on-one, but still he's going out with groups of girls. Claire does not strike me as the type of lady, female, no. okay with her boyfriend no. hanging out with multiple women while she's not there. There, I said it. She does not strike me as that chill type. No. So I'm just like, does, is, is he not telling her? Are they still together? I don't know. I've read some things that they're possibly separated and just are like kind of riding it out for like the clout. I could see. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. Even when he was like, what's next? And she was like, babies. And he like literally ignored her and kept talking. And even Chris was like, whoa, 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 Dale. Like you kind of like skipped over that. Like, yeah. And then he was like, well, we're going to get married before we have babies. And then she was like, I mean, whatever happens, happens. Like she's not taking her birth control. hundred percent. Hundred. I said to my sister watching, I was like, Lauren, homegirl's not taking her birth control and she's popping holes in every fucking condom. So like he better figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I just, not that every time I see like a couple from this franchise, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But like in particular for them, I'm like, I don't see it. I don't. And it's so strange because you felt it right away. But I don't know. I don't know if we wanted to feel it because we knew he won. Mm -hmm. We had our eyes on it. 
Right. So we watched him and her meeting extra close. They also fucking played the whole thing up when they met, you know, like right. the producers and everything played it up and the way the way they showed the fil- footage to us or whatever. It, it could have all just been played up to make it seem like it was legit, but I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, well, talking about what we talked about last week of how we were kind of like putting together like the math of the days and how like Tasha mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to have been there that soon. I did a little more research. I love that. And it seems like from what I've read, the producers knew Claire was not going to last. And they had Tisha quarantining there since the first week. That I, I knew it, it. Because there's no way. Like, there's no way she would have been able to quarantine for 14 days. Right. And they said, from what I've read, that Claire was gushing about Dale in, like, the pre-show interviews. And they kind of knew that she had her eyes on him. Mm-hmm. So they suspected something was going to happen. I don't think they maybe knew – and don't you kind of feel like as soon as she gushed about him, Chris kind of like pushed it so yes. that – because then when they had that meeting and he was like, so what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they really like didn't have another backup plan. They would have maybe ignored it and let it go on for a little while longer. They egged that shit and like let it blow up really, really fast. Yeah. It's because they had a backup and they were probably like, let's just get rid of Claire and get it yeah. over with so that yeah. we can have as much as a season with a bachelorette as we can. Especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Like, they needed something big. Yeah. This is perfect. They were like, this is the perfect twist to yeah. bachelorettes. I have to say, though, Tasha is fucking killing it. I, I I'm love obsessed her. with her. I'm She's obsessed perfect. with her. She's so beautiful. She's gorgeous. And, like, even all the guys were like, we are so much happier. You're so much more our type. You're so much better than Claire already. Like, they literally were saying that all to her face, basically. How much yeah. they are so happy that she's here and Claire left. So like, Yeah, because she's, like, so grounded. She's so yeah. chill. She's not, like, random and crazy. How, like, Claire was like, um, no one spoke up and now I'm uncomfortable. Like, you know what I mean? She's yeah. no drama. Yeah. Um, I think she, if she's not respected, she'll probably, like, put them in their place. But agreed. for the time being, she's, like, great. Yeah, and she genuinely wants to get to know all of them. Like, yeah. she's not focused on one person. She's, like, trying to meet everybody. What were your thoughts on the new guys? Um, so what was his name? Spencer? Hated him. He got the impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not – wasn't into him. Like, yeah, when he first came out of the limo, I was like, he's cute. Don't buy him. Mm-mm. I don't really feel it. I don't no. – I think he knew exactly what he was doing. And then him in that, like, water dodgeball thing, he was pathetic. Oh, my God. He was so pathetic. I think he was – I think he's one of the most attractive guys in the house. Yes. But I think it says a lot when guys can see how shitty another guy is. Mm-hmm. Because girls, a lot of times, we we don't see it. We're so blinded by, like, the other – the shit that the person spews. And a lot of times, good-looking guys like that – Hat, like know they're good looking and know they can kind of be dickish and get away with it and like he was dickish he was very dickish and I feel like all the guys in the house were like dude no like nobody likes you here yeah I so agree they, they pegged it kind of they just they knew, did you know yeah because he just wasn't giving off good vibes and like the villain literally never wins ever and he's no. the new villain he is the new villain I mean we needed one but yeah he's definitely the new villain yeah, but what were the other new ones? Montel mm-hmm. was quiet. Um, Same with Peter. I, I didn't yeah. really 
think much of them. Noah, I think we're going to see more of him. I know mm-hmm. in, like, the preview, they said that there was some stuff happening with him, so. Yeah. His mustache yeah. is interesting. Um, oh, my God. Were you so happy that Easy got the group date, Rose? I was so excited. I was watching that because I was thinking it was going to be between Easy or Zach C. I felt like she vibed the most with them on the on the group date. Yeah. Um, And when she gave it to Easy, my heart just, like, oh, I was so happy. But I do – I. I am liking Zaxi for her as well now that I'm watching. Me too. It more. Me too. So, I I feel something with them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's from New Jersey, so like rep. Represent. Yeah. yeah, I was happy for Easy too. Like I just felt like he needed that. You know, like gave him like yeah. and he got a like quiet after she gave it to him. Like it, he definitely was like shocked and like super I happy. Know. He's he seems he seems so freaking nice. Like I'm so about him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He's a good guy, you can tell. Yeah. And then Jason left. <laughs> Poor Jason. Justice for Jason. Claire fucked him so hard. Like, Mentally. okay, yes, I'm not on Claire's side at all. But, like, I don't know why, like, I'm a little, like, dude, calm the fuck down. You knew her for, like, a week. Three I just kind of felt like three days. I don't know. Like, look, I know that he literally had a bare soul in that gr- first date with her. Yeah. That was traumatizing for him. But, like, I kind of thought he was being a little dramatic. And even when yeah. he, like, went to Tasha, and she was, like, I mean, like, trust me, I get it, but, like, you – don't you want to, like – you could possibly be, like, missing out on something. Like, newsflash, dude, like, Claire is engaged to someone. So right. now is the time for you to move on. Right. You dating her for six months, a year. You knew her for a hot second. Don't, why wouldn't you want to just hang – like, let it ride out a little longer and then, like, try and move on? I just was kind of, like, you didn't go down to the final two, dude. Like, yeah. calm down. True. I don't know. I did feel – I don't know. I think I just feel bad for him because I feel like Claire literally made him open up his entire soul to her when she knew she wanted Dale. So to yeah. me, it felt just like she was being a scared No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad but, about that too because yeah. it was – the whole date was obviously fake. Yeah. Um, But – And then I mean, onto the yeah. one-in-one date with Brendan. <gasps> I like him. I – I was not a fan. And then, like, after hearing them talk and, like, seeing the two of them together, I'm like, yeah, I feel this. I just, like, I don't know. I feel like he's – a lot of those guys, they're, like, the same type of look where it's, like, macho, really muscular, Mm -hmm. like, financy type looking guys. And this guy was, like, I think he's really cute. I think he's adorable. But he's not necessarily one of, like, the more, like, macho, like – tall dark and handsome like he's got a smaller build he's obviously one of the more shyer ones right so i don't know i guess i was like had like an underdog thing going for him and then i felt like when he opened up about how he was married and stuff like it was genuine like it was there wasn't any type of like a play going on like he just like and i thought it was so cute that he didn't know she was married before and like then for her to say like same like that was like I feel like I really saw like a true like connection moment going on where it was like wow like we're similar and I had no idea and like I see where you're coming from where yeah she's not gonna have that type of like understanding and connection with some of the other guys because like when you go through something similar you like bond over it right that's true she did even say after the date like obviously he got the rose but after during the date she was like i really liked him like i could see myself with him like yeah she was like i'm ready to take him home like and then like all those memes came out so many good memes so many good ones my favorite was the um the michael scott one where i was like taisha like, i, I could will see myself you. with him yeah and the michael scott i will kill you 
Yes. It's so true, though. I feel like all of us were like, no, no, no. I know. No, no, no. I know. Everyone was like, wait, what? (laughs) No. But the thing is, is I think like in previous seasons, I think maybe they've always said something like that and we don't think something of it. But it's just because Claire said that and then she was like, I'm done. That we're all like, wait a minute. You got to give the other ones a chance. (laughs) We all have like PTSD a little bit. What was up with that whole Chris Harrison thing where he kept like popping out and giving them drinks? I don't know. I didn't like that. That was weird. I was like, we didn't need that. And like, this is goes yeah. again. He's always fucking rolling cartwheeling out of a rose bush to give them a coconut, to give them a drink. Margarita. And I think they were just trying to do some sort of a bit. And I was just like, mm-hmm. we didn't need it. I know. I think they're trying, they were just trying to spice it up because they can't really leave the resort. So yeah. Kind of their way of like making it into something, but I don't know. It didn't do much for me. I was just like, Chris, go away. Yeah. It wasn't needed. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's great. I got to give it to the producers. They know what mm-hmm. they're doing. And now I feel like we are really on track for like a true bachelorette season. So now Agreed. it's just going to keep going where it's just like drama with the guys, narrowing it down, seeing connections. Yeah. Um, what we want. What we, what we want, what we ask for. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. Me too. I'm very excited. I think it'll be, it'll be a good season. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, when you guys are listening to this episode, when it comes out, the new season, the new season, the new episode premieres tonight <laughs> on Tuesday. Yep. Um, so yeah, make sure to pour yourself a big glass of wine. Um, but before you leave us, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts and to also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is uncorked podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink wine. Bye, guys. (laughs) 